No Things Considered, Channel Q. Hello. How are you doing? It's good to be back in your ear holes on the all-new Channel Q. Want to interact with us? Don't be a stranger. We're here for you, live and in the flesh. Oh, and announcement. Yes. Announcement. Yes. We are officially podcasting and available on uh, for download on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah that is officially live and, and up and running. I get my podcast at radio.com. I don't know about you, but that's where I go. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, you could use radio.com. It is a very affordable, uh, very efficient app, and you can find us there or you can find us wherever wherever you get your podcast. So uh, that's uh, it's pretty big news. I know a lot of you have been asking, and uh, we appreciate you being with us live. It's a part of the fun of doing the show each and every day that we get to hang out together with you, uh, talk live about stuff that is going on uh, with us in our lives, etc. But uh, when, when, unfortunately for you, uh, sometimes you're not able to uh, fix your schedule around our yapping. And as a result, now we can go ahead and accommodate your life. So uh, check us out. The No Things Considered podcast will be available for downloading immediately, and uh, we will uh, take that, you know, listen, you know, some of you people have been with us for some time now. We appreciate it. Even if you plan on listening to us live, you want to go ahead and uh, give us a download, subscribe, etc. Probably makes us look good to the uh, powers that be around here, and boy, we need to look good these days. Yeah, please. 833-77-CALL-Q to get to us on the phones. You can hit us up lots of other ways as well on the Twitter at NTC Show. And uh, we got a big, big plan for you today, including the return of the gay MA, because it's Wednesday, so we will get to those questions and um, some other things. We still have some gay news headlines that have been backed up, too. Oh, yeah. we are Just just saying backed up gay news headlines is already a gay (laughs) news headline. So we'll uh, get to all of that as well on the uh, show today. Where do we begin, Allie? Mm, Oh. Uh, well, do you want to talk about this new app for people with uh, that have pets? No, I want to talk about what something that you claimed I was an idiot for saying on this show last week, and lo and behold, I was right. What was it? Well, let's start with this. You and I got into a discussion on the air, and I, I don't know how it somehow translated to your sister's bra size. Oh, God. What, did you not think I was going to bring this up again? No, I thought that maybe weed would have stolen that from your memory, but I guess it creeped its way back in because it's bra-related. Well, I'm just shocked you didn't bring it up. I'm I'm almost appalled that I have to be the one to bring it up again. We made several phone calls about this because you claim that you can always guess a woman's bra size. I wasn't saying it that sort of a way. You're making me sound rather... Like a creep. Yeah, you're making me sound like a creep, and and, and we were talking about how everyone's got... Somehow that we were talking about how it was my broth day. Oh, that's right. It was Allie's broth day. It was the year that a week ago. The year that she turns her uh, her bra. She turned thirty four undecided. (laughs) And I said that one of mine was a B and one of mine was a C. And I and you said I know. And I was and you said how would you possibly know that? And I said I'm just one of my skills. I I don't know how I have that skill, but that's what I have. It's not not very useful unless I'm working at like a Victoria's Secret. But regardless, I, I mentioned as a throwaway. Meanwhile, your sister uh, has a couple of Ds. And you said to me, I'm an idiot. No, you're not. She doesn't. She does not have Ds. I just did. She's a small framed lady. I just did not think by any stretch of the imagination. Like, she's well endowed, but... I think we all know that my sister's very attractive. Yeah, all oh, very. But um but she's a ten. Much more attractive than me. Way yeah. more. let me start let me stop you right there. Way more. <laughs> okay. I'm not even convinced they're related. Someone say she's more interesting. 
Way more uh, interesting, better stories. She gets invited to more things than me. Always. Better uh, dresser, better smeller. Yep. Everything she, about her. She had a great college experience, yeah. and then oh, she yeah. got a job right out of college. She makes, uh, I think, twice as much as I do now. Multiple yep. job offers. Whenever she loses a job, three more present themselves to her. She's just one of these people. <laughs> things seem to work out for she her. She never worked at the American Girl Cafe as a no, waitress? No. Never had to pour fake tea for dolls. <laughs> never had to do that for a job. Never had to get yelled at by a six-year-old because her doll's imaginary tea was too hot. <laughs> She never had to do that because she's uh, living a good life. And I defeated imaginary crumpets. On top of that, she's got a couple of breasts that are both the exact same size, and that <laughs> size is D. I claimed it on the show. Allie said I was an idiot. She said I had no idea what I was talking about. We she called my called. mom. Yep. We called my sister, and yep. she did not. And then you also bet me that my sister would not answer the phone on my own birthday, uh, which you were correct. Right about that as well. So then later on, so we, we agreed to disagree. I said there's no way. My, my mom, actually, for the record, said that she thinks that she was a C. Mm-hmm. So that's where we left things. And then I think at like 6 or 7 p.m., my sister finally texted me and said, you called? Yeah, didn't say happy birthday. Just said, uh, you <laughs> called. And, uh, and you called, and I purposely didn't answer. And what did you say back to her? I said, "Well, I'll pull it up right now." I yeah, said, yeah, "Read it verbatim, because I want to go." Ahead. I don't like to. I don't get a lot of the glory when things go well around here. Sure, they chose my slogan to put on a billboard to celebrate this launch of uh, this radio station in Palm Springs. I get that. I appreciate that as well. And uh, and who knows? Maybe you see a catchy billboard wherever you're listening to Channel Q. Uh, there's a good chance this uh, token hetero over here came up with that saying. So deal with that. Okay. But the thing I'm proud of is this right here, and the fact that you did not want you wanted to sweep this under the bra without actually bringing it up again on the air so it's a shame because so rarely apparently there's a lot you could fit under there under this bra you the double fit, D. put everything under there so what it so okay okay so she said you called i said kevin and i were arguing um about what we thought your bra size was and then he bet me you wouldn't answer the phone if i called you and then she said lol Oh, she's so cool. She's an LOL. She's huge. Wow, those are massive. I didn't even know they made them that big. My good God. I was way off. Uh, and I said, are you a C or a D? And she said, D. Ladies and gentlemen, the talent continues. I knew, I've only met your sister maybe five times in my entire life, if that. Uh, you didn't know. Your mom didn't know. These are people that have known my her for own years. Mother. Your own mother. Yet I knew. And so, yes, does it make me sound a bit creepy? Sure. Am um, I proud of it? <laughs> not really. I'm not so much proud of that. the fact that I have that skill. It's not a skill that's going to do you any good in, like, prison. Well, it'd be a good skill at a carnival if they <laughs> were allowed to do that. Step been... right up, both of them, put them on the weight scale. <laughs> I wouldn't tell them to put them on the You not, get stop, not produce, on Finding Nemo, animal. <laughs> um, so then she followed up with, I u- <laughs> this is such a hot girl thing to say, I used to be a double D, but I lost weight. Ah, <laughs> uh, see? I even, it's funny, because I think I even said that. Uh, so anyway, for those of you that are, uh, I know that no, no men will enjoy this conversation, perhaps listening to the uh, station right now. But a lot I know of la- some women that will a lot enjoy of ladies it. listening right now, huh? That's right up your alley, isn't it? Yeah, that's Allie's sister right there. It's even ho- up my alley, which is gross. Hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, Allie gets terminally ill so we can have her sister replace her on the show. I'm just saying she what would we're, never. Just saying what we're all thinking. Okay, uh, we got a big show planned for you today. Believe it or not, not only do we get into the uh, the game, we'll get to some of the questions you've been tweeting at us at NTC Show. Uh, we will bring back news that or lose it, so you'll be slightly informed about things that are going mm-hmm. on in the world outside of Allie's uh, siblings' bra size. and uh, I think we have to learn from the animals, too. Yeah, today's a good day to learn from the animals because there's a couple of things going on, and uh, we will learn from our furry friends 
And that's not me for a change. When we get back right here on the all-new Channel Q, a show called No Things Considered returns after this. No Things Considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q. No Things Considered. Channel Q. We are here, and she is queer, and we sit around and talk about things, no things considered, in your ear holes again right now on the all-new Channel Q. My name is Kevin. That is Allie, and thank you for checking us out, hanging out with us. You can follow the show on Twitter at NTC Show. You can follow Allie, your Allie Johnson, me at the Kevin Klein, and everything the station has to offer at uh, We Are Channel Q. Uh, lots of things happening uh, coming up in the next few months, next few years, as this station continues to grow and uh, take over the planet. Ah, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. We are spreading. That's that. been the gay agenda from the start. I so. knew it. I don't know how I uh, I become a pawn in your game, but I'm in, and uh, so I appreciate. It. I am I am deep. I am balls deep in this entire. Um, that's equation. disgusting. Thank you. You're you're off, you're off the team. Uh, you wanted to get into something in the um, in the first break, and I think that this is probably a topic that lesbians will thoroughly enjoy. Yeah, uh, but I, I mean, upon further inspection, this isn't what I thought it was, but I think it's still really interesting. I th- I read this headline that said, "New app lets dog lovers swipe right for the perfect match," and I thought my first instinct was, "Oh, this is about couples." Like or, or, or single people who have pets, and they're like, I want to match with somebody and start dating, but I want to make sure that our pets are compatible as well. I thought that's what it was. Oh, I thought it was for people that wanted to start dating dogs. <laughs> that's why I thought it was interesting. It's the only reason I approved for us to even talk about that Not today. plenty of fish, there's just plenty of pooches. Yeah, I just thought it was people that like, like to go to the dog parks, <laughs> but to like, pick up dogs. And then he brought peanut butter, and I was like, oh my no, God. No, what I really thought it was, to be completely honest... I thought this was for people that are trying to breed their dogs. I thought this was the idea that if you wanted to, if you had a dog that was not fixed, not spayed and or neutered, as Bob Barker and now Drew Carey have recommended for years, that this was a Tinder site so that you could swipe to find a dog that was in heat or, you know. um, I think both of our ideas are much better than the actual idea. Yeah, so once again, headline, very misleading, but what is the actual story? Yeah, this is the clickbait that I took. Apparently, it's a Tinder-like app to match up dogs in shelters with their new owners. Oh, boo. Boo, boo, boo. That stinks. But, I mean... I thought it was a dog sex app. It's called... <laughs> I thought it was really thought it was a great idea. It's called Get Pet, and it's like they say, I mean, it's like Tinder, but with dogs. You can arrange to meet with a dog for a date. So it's, I guess, kind of more what you're saying, but there's no love making involved. It's just, are we compatible as human and dog to be companions? And I do like the idea of, like, you go to the shelter and they're like, do you want to, you know, maybe sit in a playpen while we all watch you observe, you know, playing with this little puppy and you can decide if you want to take this Jack Russell home? I feel like it's a little bit pressury. It would be a little nicer if you could take them on a real date, like let's go to the park, or you know, right. let's like let me feed you some cat poop, and you can actually have a time to bond with an animal to decide. Because you got a puppy and you brought it right back, didn't you? You're saying the one we returned? Yeah, you returned a puppy we because not, you thought we it was one thing, and then you got it home, and it ended up being completely different. We were not compatible. Yeah, you were not compatible, yeah. but you didn't really have a date beforehand. They no. just passed them off, and they were like, here's the best one in the bunch, and you yes. took it home, and then it ended up being a disaster. 
Yeah, it was a it was a rough couple. It was a really rough couple of days. <laughs> that was. I, I don't wasn't like, your wife pregnant yeah, too? And then you were like, "And we just got a new puppy." I was like, fa- "What is wrong with you?" She didn't know when we when we agreed we were going to get the new puppy. We'd always said when our dog turned ten that we were going to get another puppy to kind of because we heard it's good heard it's good for the dog to have a little uh, youth little uh, youth around. You know, it reminds the dog like, "Hey." Here's a young one here. Also, as long as you don't attach, attach an Asia after youth, yeah, just then, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, just youth, not the Asia part. <laughs> but that was the plan, and then our dog turned ten, so we said let's get the, another one. So, you know, the dog will stay younger longer, and also when the inevitable happens, it'll be an easier pill for us to swallow, an easier heartworm pill to swallow. <laughs> but the other thought was, well, we didn't know at the time that you know I impregnated my wife with our first kid. That was something we were ill. We didn't realize that. And so then it became kind of we were biting off way more than we could chew at the time. This app, this concept, I think is for a-holes, and I'll tell you why. I know that you can argue that personality is more important than looks. And people say that because you come across as vain if you say that looks are all that matters. And obviously, I think we can all agree it's a combination of the... It's a combination, right? You can be attracted to somebody, and then you can learn to love... I actually think it's harder to learn to love someone physically than it is to learn to love them on the inside. I think if you like... Yeah, I think you can get to know someone better, and I think that you have just as good of a chance of getting to dislike them and getting to like them, depending on as you learn more about them. I think physically, someone who maybe you're not that into on the outside, you can learn... They can become more attractive to you if you like their personality. Yeah. Even dogs. It's a great example here. This app, if you're swiping like you would be doing on Tinder, yeah, you are swiping. You're really, you're really just judging the dog on their physical appearance. You, you are, you are, you're being very vain, and you're just going, nope, ugly, 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 overbite, underbite, fleas, ticks, yep, wonky ear. You're judging based on face value, and and do the same laws apply to people as they do to dogs? Because there's all this criteria for what makes you a more successful Tinder profile, right? If you take a picture like of you at the gym, if you take pictures with glasses on, right, you if you like take pictures travel. with a puppy, it increases your chances. Sure. So, I mean, is this the same? Like if you're an old ass dog, you want to get like a, a picture with another puppy, then that makes you more swipeable. I wonder if that's how it works. It makes and, you more adoptable. I just think that this is, if you're going to get into the argument over what's more important, looks or person, what would you say right now? For gun, pets or gu- people? Gun to head, Allie. Bring in a gun. I want this to oh be. My God. I want this to oh, be authentic. Oh no, this is too. Um, p- for people, are you looks or are you personality? What's more important? Be honest. Be looks. honest. For once in your life. For once in my life. No, I'm just saying. I know. It's, I'm always honest. You know me. I know you are. You're too honest to the point where you sometimes back yourself into a corner. But yeah, I mean looks and looks. then personality. So but you then rate also, looks. You rate looks over personality. What at initially. Initially, if I'm if I'm if I'm picturing myself as a single person and I'm swiping on Tinder, I go for looks first. Looks. That's what I would do. Yeah. Right. And then but the personality has to be there. They can't have a personality of a rock. Mm-hmm. Then well, then it's like I would still have sex with them, but I wouldn't 
They would then I'd leave after a while. With the dogs, what do you think is more important, looks or personality? Personality. Way more important, right? Yeah. I mean, the looks are still important, but again, the looks can be deceiving because puppies, there are some puppies that are really, really cute and they grow up to be real ugly dogs, but you have already invested in them and you are attached to them and love them and love their personality, so you don't care that they grow up to be ugly and you are seeing it through this lens where the dog is always cute and then you're like, here's my dog and everyone's like, ah! Like, it's not a cute dog to other people. Yes. But if you, I mean- if I'm swiping on dog Tinder, I probably would have more of a materialistic looks-based decision process because I'm not going to trust somebody's write-up about this dog and what their personality's like because they don't know. I wonder if dogs look at us the same way. Yeah, think, I wish they could swipe. But I, I wonder if, well, they don't have the opposable thumb, so it's a problem, really. <laughs> but I, do you think they also look at us, you know, that, let's say like, for instance, my dog now sees that I've got these little kids running around. They're adorable little baby kids, you know, human kids. They're but like the, left, swipe left. If the dog, uh, sad to say this, my dog's not going to be here when they go through their awkward teenage years, but dogs will oftentimes see from baby to awkward teenage years. I wonder if they also go, wow, these things were so much cuter when they were little. <laughs> what happened? No, and they're face? not really invested either. They're, they're like, oof. They look like the proactive commercial at the beginning part of it. <laughs> So I I think that the concept is good. Let's get a lot of there's a lot of rescue dogs that need homes, et cetera. We're on, we're on board with all that, but the idea that people want to do what you know what they've been doing for their dating life to find their animal it's rough because I pun intended. Yeah, with the that was good. Thank you. Uh, I think we could all agree that the most important thing, uh, personality, as it comes to pooches, is personality. Personality yeah. far more important than looks. Yeah, and and there's no way to really determine a dog's personality unless you do this, unless you go on quote a snow covered park visit <laughs> with them, which is what one person who uses this app did. You take it, take the dog out for a day, and you get to really figure out what the dog's like before you you try before you buy. If you thought that was hard hitting journalism at its finest, <laughs> just wait till you hear what we have planned for you next. This is the all new Channel Q, a show called No Things Considered. We're back after this. One. No Things Considered. Channel Q. We'll be right back. No Things Considered. Channel Q. Just like that, we are back hanging out here on the all new Channel Q. Thank you, new listeners. Good to have you on board. Returning listeners, we love you even more. Feel like, Keep uh, coming back. It works. It's uh, that's not what we're supposed to say. Oh. I don't think so. I think that chant goes for someone else, isn't that? Uh, someone that's else's? for alcoholics. Alcoholics. Yeah, yeah. We can't steal that from them. We got to come up with our own. <laughs> They've been using that one for a while, and they give out the tokens, and people collect them. So people good, collect them like Monopoly. It's a good system. We got to come up with our own thing here for uh, Channel Q. My name's Kevin. That is Allie, and uh, we are talking about a variety of things coming up. We will break down some of the biggest headlines that are happening in the world, uh, news it or lose it, not all headlines deserve airtime, and that is why we will have to lose a few of the options we have before sharing with you the ones that we decide to news. That is all coming up uh, sometime in the next 10 to 15 minutes right here on the all-new Channel Q. If you're in a relationship, well, guess what? You probably should have already ordered stuff for Valentine's Day, or maybe you won't get here on time. Maybe you didn't make a dinner reservation. Well, good luck finding a place that still has an availability for two people at 7.30, because you'll probably be eating... At three in the afternoon. Yeah. Where you're like, uh, no, 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 we'll take the sushi bar. And then they go, oh, and that's reserved like, as well. Oh, thanks Sorry. a Sorry. lot. I'm worth But uh, everybody breaks up over Valentine's Day. Apparently, it's one of the most common days to break up, or at least around Valentine's Day. And there are now three of the most common reasons as to why couples break up around Valentine's Day. And this is all according to research. Can I guess uh, one of them? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, having sex with my trainer at the gym. 
Oh, that's on there. Nice. The most common reasons, nice. right I knew there. It. I'm so good. I, and then I know the way people having sex with think. the florist. Oh, that's on there. <laughs> I went in to get you roses, and I decided, wow, this florist got a good small business. Is a hardworking, honest guy. Good access to small flowers. Small business and a big. Oh. Yeah, small business, big package. <laughs> All right, number one, the pressure, the pressure of expectations. Valentine's Day is marketed as a gift-giving holiday. Represents your love. Of course, the, the, the vastness of your love is only represented by how much money you spend, and that stresses people out. This is what I, what I always say about Christmas, too, is that you break up around Christmas because you're sitting in the aisles going, I got to get something for my significant other, and you look around and you realize, I don't know anything about my significant other, and I have no idea what they want. What does that say about my relationship? And then you start second-guessing everything, and because you don't because you're not a good gift giver and you don't know and you're stressing about what to get, you just decide, all right, F it. I'm just going to end the relationship because obviously I'm not super into this person. Or, you know, you could also have that feeling when trying to pick out a card. You know, we've, we've talked about this in the past. But <laughs> mom, the... oh, forget it. I don't need a mom. <laughs> just forget it. <laughs> Mother's Day, we're breaking up. No, but when you go to get one of the cards for Valentine's Day, they, either they say things that are, you know, very well written poems. A lot of them probably lifted from Maya Angelou, but, you know, stuff that talks about your love and how it's deeper than the deepest ocean and blah, blah. You go, nah, I don't know if I really feel like that. Do I feel all these things? I mean, yeah, I like the person. The sex is fine. But, like, do I do I need to send them this poetic uh, you know, proclamation of how much they've changed my life for the better? So sometimes you, you don't want to go that route, and then you look at, like, the, the quote-unquote funny cards that have some dumb <laughs> pun, a squirrel, there's, like, an acorn involved. It says something about, like, uh... You drive me nuts, yeah, but right, I love you. Right. That's right. Yeah. One of those dumb things. And then you think to yourself, ah, forget it. I just want to get out of this relationship. I don't even want to th- The pressure of picking out a card, forget it. <laughs> and there's one with, like, a donkey, and you're like, have a great-ass Valentine's Day. Yeah, you're like, all right, let's just go with that uh, one. It seems generic No, enough. it is true. Then they laugh at the dumb card. You're like, I can't be dating this person. They laugh at a dumb card. <laughs> what am I doing? ass joke. I think that with cards especially, I, I have a problem with it because there are none of them that are relevant to me. I mean, in my emotion, like you're talking about, like, love is the deep as the ocean or whatever. But there's also, they're very straight cards. It's always like Valentine's Day for her, Valentine's Day for him. It's not just like I love you. And my even my wife had a hard one hard time finding a birthday card for me that was to my wife that wasn't like you're making me the man I am today or whatever. You know, and it's confusing. Well, my wife one time got me a card from the Ebony collection, which oh. are cards that are I guess designed That section, don't you think that that's Don't you think people are going to have a problem with that? I Listen, I, they have a lot of cards. I, when she gave it to me, I said, I don't mind this card, and I appreciate everything that was written here by a professional writer, not by you. But I think this was meant for a African-American to give to his African-American father because it was it was like a father's – it was a – I think it was a Father's Day card, actually, uh-huh. and it talked about the strong bond between, like, brothers, and there were some things in there that just didn't really – Look, it was very nice what it said, but and then I looked at the back and it said like you know Hallmark Ebony Collection or something, <laughs> and I was like, you, you bought this from the a different section. This was which I I think they shouldn't segregate greeting cards. I think uh, that's yeah, a problem I already. I don't think they should segregate segregate greeting cards, and I think they should get rid of the religious cards too because I feel like that's se- like why would somebody get a card 
like if you're a religious family okay but if you're just going to give somebody a like i've received religious cards and i'm like what does this mean are you trying to shove your religion down my throat well are you saying that because i'm a gay that you have to give me some kind of a jesus card all i know is i i had never received something that said so many beautiful things from my wife before and clearly she didn't read it because at the end it said that i was the strongest black man that she ever knew (laughs) or something like that and i was like so i guess all the other things that this card said about what a great father i am etc is not accurate considering I'm not strong and I'm not a black man. Uh, All right, number two, social media comparisons. This is something that we've been talking about recently. Uh, How not following each other on social media is probably going to save your relationship because apparently this is number two reason why it's ruining relationships. Social media has become the way people share all their experiences from what they're eating, receiving as gifts, places they travel, their intimacies. It's displayed for others to compare their lives to. But... Most of these displays are exaggerated and unrealistic of what their everyday life is comprised of. They fail to show the actual heartbreak, pain, failures, and reality of what life is really about. See, I, if you don't post enough about how much you love your significant other around Valentine's Day, that definitely warrants a breakup. Or conversely, if you're just saying like, oh my God, everything's so amazing and this person's amazing and actually they don't feel that way, then all that's going to come out and you're eventually going to break up. Good point. And I 100% agree with that as well. Third and final reason. The relationship already sucks. Yeah, that's the one I was waiting for. And that sounds about right. And I think this is the time where you start, like at the end of the year, like during the holidays, this is one of those evaluation times. If you kind of stick through this period, you're probably going to be with the person I would imagine through the next good breakup, which is before the summer. So think about it. This is kind of your last let's get out now. Or else I feel like you're going to be in the, in the situation through the summer. And you're going to have to go onto that app and start dating a dog like we learned about in the last segment. Yeah. We'll, we'll be back in a moment. This is uh, All Things, No Things Considered on the all-new Channel Q. No Things Considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q. No Things Considered. Channel Q. All right, about to learn some things. It's time for News It or Lose It. Don't have time to break down everything going on in the world, and I'm not sure if people are necessarily putting on Channel Q for the hard-hitting news. Uh, But we should pay attention to stuff going on in the actual world, not just things going on inside of Ali's sister's bra, Uh, even though I could talk about that for the entire afternoon. Oh, I thought thought we had that in schedule. That was in the schedule, and it's already made it into the best of. So you'll be hearing (laughs) it again, I'm sure, the next time we take a a vacation. The breath Uh, stuff. Right now, let's go ahead and give you some News It or Lose It options. No Things Considered presents News It or Lose It. All right, Kevin. Headline number one. A five-layer cake? Costco gets creative with cheese. Oh, boy. You said (laughs) two of my big buzzwords there. Uh, cheese, co- Costco. Yeah, cheese, Costco. I, I don't necessarily love cake, but I like things in layers. Uh, I mean, basically. I know, you, I know you want me to lose it, but I kind of want to lose I got Because f- I've been so impressed with what they've been doing lately, rolling out giant buckets of mac and cheese and tubs of Nutella. And they're taking really delicious things and serving them to us in huge, unnecessarily large quantities, which they've been doing for a while, but. Oh, uh, can we news it? I'd like to news we that can, one. We can definitely news right, it. Good, um, good, good. Costco is, I mean, I, there's not a lot to the story, though, Kevin. Costco is selling a five-tier wedding cake that is only made of cheese. Oh, man, that's great. See, uh, I, once again, like I've said before, I would like... Danish uh, blue, 
five pounds of Murcia Alvino, uh-huh. which is goat cheese. Yeah. Three pounds of Tuscan sheep's cheese. Ugh, get rid of that. <laughs> Sixty <layer>. day. <laughs> You it's don't a, like sheep cheese? It's a four-hour. It's a four-four-layer cake now for me. <laughs> Brillat Sovereign Triple Cream Brie. Oh yes, mm, man. Sounds great. Uh, and then I, I guess they just give it to you in a box, and then you can layer it all on top of each other, and then you I know just get a couple crackers and have a good time. I can't wait till the first person. I can't wait till the first person um, leaves that cake in their car. <laughs> on like a, on a hot day. I mean, I know I'm supposed to eat my part of my wedding cake. On my one-year anniversary, I would be way more excited about it if it was made of cheese. All oh. right. Uh, next headline. Can't think of a reason to hate Marie Kondo? Well, this woman can. People love Marie Kondo. I did not even know who that was until you brought her to my attention. Um, I have still not. What was that, Allie? That, that's what she says. Okay. That's what she has, says you, you have to do. You sure do. about that? Yes. That's what she says you have to do. All if right. it makes it go like that in your head, then you should name. keep the item. No, she says it. Sounds like you're doing some name calling. Okay, this woman said something racist. Can we talk about it? Uh, yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs> Let's news that one. Okay. Uh, what does your favorite radio personality actually look like? Oh, God. <laughs> That is a dangerous thing. I think let's lose that immediately. Uh, that's not going to do us any good. Lose it. I think lose we should it. definitely lose it. And Actually, anyone you know who's we're, thinking of clicking on that, don't do it. We're safe it. because it says, what is your favorite radio personality? <laughs> so we're still safe. It didn't say, what is your third or fourth favorite radio personality? What do so. no-name personalities look like? All right. Uh, all right. Telling someone they have a small penis? Well, there's an emoji for that, and it doesn't stop there. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's definitely news that. All right. And then your final story is single men stink and women are into it a study i want to say let's <laughs> is that because of the giant cheesecake or is that a different reason <laughs> I think it's different. all right let's uh, let's news that as well we got a lot of news to get to right after this on the all-new channel q this is no things considered no things considered channel q we'll be right back no things considered channel q it would be funny and i bet you that some of the other shows on the station Allie, would I think Prob- it, probably think it was not only a hit song, but probably give it like rave reviews. I think it would definitely make it to New Music Mondays. Is that a thing around here? Yeah. Oh, it is? It's right after our show on Mondays. Wow. New Music. People just uh, hearing us, waiting to get to that new music. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we're talking about potentially developing a very special song for this radio station. We think we could slide it right into the music mix and no one would be nope. the wiser. No lube needed. And we have an idea for the type of song. I think I, it would blend in perfectly. I don't think anyone would know that it was a song that we made. But do you think if <laughs> do you think if we produced it and then it was presented to the other shows on the station as like, hey, this is a new track and you know, we're gonna play it, but it'd be great if you guys could talk it up or whatever. I think not only that, I think we could then provide them with a fake writer of this song, and they would have that writer on as a guest. Oh, my God. (laughs) We have to look into that. Don't let us forget this. I know we have a lot of bad ideas and some good ones, but let's not forget this one. Okay. Time to start. And we'll just grab like a homeless guy on the street, and you'll be like, "Yeah, this is the guy." (laughs) Time to start having some fun around here. That's all I'm saying. Uh, It's uh, all new Channel Q. No things considered. You can check us out pretty much any and everywhere you go.
including on that smart speaker at home, taking up valuable counter space. All you got to do is uh, get home, drop your stuff off, and then yell at the smart speaker. Play channel Q on radio.com. Try to say it less annoyingly so it can uh, translate properly. And voila, just like that, we're now hanging out with you while you're making lasagna or uh, hopping on that elliptical. Whatever it is that you do, two very different things. I'm really trying to just cast the net very wide. <laughs> if you go home, the first thing you do is- I think that's the gambit, yeah. Eat lasagna or hop on an elliptical. It kind of lets you know where your life is at. I'd but like regardless- to know the one lady who's eating lasagna while on an elliptical. Oh, God, and she's not- like, this both applies to me. Not only do I want to meet her, I want to have her booked on the show immediately. <laughs> um, you can also download our show on podcast form if you can't listen live. So lots of so. reasons. No excuses not to listen unless, of course, you just don't like us. And that's not really even a good excuse anymore because we're here to hang out, have some fun, and of course, uh, spread Ali's gay agenda. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get into the actual meet now. Oh. Got Is your that attention. The song? Are we ready no, that's song? not the song. Uh, let's get into the actual meet now of the News It or Lose It segment. We've already uh, picked from a bunch of stories. Three out of four doctors agree that listening to this segment makes you scientifically smarter, at least temporarily, so pay attention. All right. Marie Kondo is basically the new Oprah. We know this. She can do no wrong. She's wholesome. She's adorable. She brings joy to all she meets. So if you're a female author and political activist who's trying to get on people's good sides, it's probably not the best idea to send out racist tweets about how she needs to learn English. And that is what this woman did. Her name is Barbara Ehrenreich. (laughs) I know her last name doesn't do her any favors either. Um, she wrote Nickel and Dime, then a b- bunch of other like best-selling books. She's 77 years old now. Maybe you've forgotten about her. Maybe you never even knew she existed before. But now she she's is- old person racist. You know, there's like certain type. Of, like you remember, you, yeah. you didn't want to come out to your grandma because not because you were afraid you loved her. You thought she was a sweet woman, but you or did you come out to? Her? I always forgot what no, happened. No, I didn't end. think she'd remember. Right, you thought you'd have to just keep coming out to her over and over yeah. again and just keep giving her the worst right. day of her life. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, didn't even think, I wasn't even sure, because she was like 94. Right. And I was like, I don't even think she'll understand what I'm talking about at this point. Yeah, but she may have not only understood, she may have had a bunch of crazy lesbian stories from back during like World War I. Oh, I would have loved to hear Should have seen when uh, Debbie and I played Hide the we Turnip. We were begging to get drafted. Yeah, oh man. <laughs> Imagine that would have been, uh, but you didn't do it. And, and it, and it's a different sort of. I don't know why, and I don't think it makes it right, but there is a weird thing that. Well, I, seventy-seven. I feel like you should still kind of, especially if you're an author who has a Twitter account. I feel like you should know not to say racist things about. But like, but that being said, the old person racism of you need to learn English to be in this country is definitely a standard. That, like right. that, that, that is like yes. a, a one that they say all the time. And, if you're going to be in this country, learn English. And usually you can, instead of saying you dumb, ignorant person, you could just say, ah, oh, grandpa. Right, right. But this Did lady- Did you have your chamomile today? <laughs> uh, she's like, I'm not having any of those Asian teas. <laughs> um, learn English tea. I want English <laughs> breakfast tea. That's it. <laughs> English breakfast. So she tweeted, I will be convinced that America is not in decline when our declutter guru, Marie Kondo, learns to speak English. So everyone trolled her. They said that they threw out her books because she wasn't bringing anybody any joy. Then she eventually apologized, saying, I'm sorry to anyone that was offended by my tweet. Sometimes my attempts at subtle humor just don't work. So she went the, I "I was trying to be funny yeah. thing, which uh-huh. I don't think old people are very good at no. on social media. Nope. So it's like, 
I I don't know when people are going to learn that sarcasm does not translate via text. So if you're going to tweet something that's sarcastic, like learn to learn English, like please learn English, Marie Kondo, Listen. and your 77 year old author who's like a political activist. I don't think everyone's like, oh, she must be joking. Let me say this much: uh, as someone who is an expert at only tweeting funny things and understanding the way that all jokes will be perceived on social media, never having to worry about the fear of a public backlash. Yes. I understand that uh, potentially she was attempting... Once again, I don't find that to be a... I think you can find humor in anything. Learn, that. learn to speak English is less of a joke. I actually think that some of the reason that Marie Kondo is as successful as she is is because... She doesn't speak English. She doesn't speak English. It makes her more interesting, and it makes her unique. It also, it also in a lot of ways, adds, I think, a little bit of credibility to what she's doing, because I feel like I'm almost being brought into this ancient form of decluttering that's been... <laughs> but it's not. It's just her. Right. And she wrote a book. Right, but I buy into it. So, yeah, And I, I think other too. people are as well. So that's one of those times where... I, this is I, the first, I mean, not the first time, but I, I don't want her to learn English. No. I I'm really a, want her to just completely, I want her to know no more than 10 words of tweet English. Tweet that. I'd like you to tweet that. Let's see how that does. I will. <laughs> Do not learn English. I will, be ha- I will believe that America is not in a decline when Marie Kondo promises never to learn English. More foldy, less learny. <laughs> I want you to tweet okay, that. I think that was racist. No, just, <laughs> Are you stop. reading out of her book? I'm reading a chapter from okay. the book. <laughs> Okay. A crap load of new emojis are coming our way. The emoji for a crap load already exists, but do you know what doesn't? Falafels. And that's not right. Falafels, waffles, and butter finally are getting the representation they deserve. They are on the new list of emojis that you can expect to see on your keyboard in a few months. Months? Munch? Guess we know what's on your mind. Yep. <laughs> Guess who's Is the it les- lunchtime yet? Who's the, who's the lesbian in the room? <laughs> the one that accidentally says munch instead of month. Sorry, hmm. I was looking down at the carpet. It was the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> um, okay. A pinching. <laughs> Speaking of. An oyster is also going to be one of the emojis. I yeah. think that's going to definitely be used only for genitals. Right. A person kneeling. I think that's going to be used for sex. Uh, and then a, a pinching hand, which is basically used to delineate a small amount. I think that's just going to be used to delineate somebody with a small penis. Or I want to pinch your butt. It, it, that's amazing how what we've done is we've, we're adults. Some guy CEO is like, eh? We're adults using pictures, again, like hieroglyphics. We've all gone back to that. Yet we found a way to take every single one, no matter how far away they are from sex and make them all sexual. And now all of these new ones that are coming. I thought there was a bunch of new handy, handy capable ones there are. that were coming out. So there's handy capable ones. There's wheelchair ones, both manual and motorized. Right, Which course. is okay. Sure. Uh, guide dog, man with probing cane, which I didn't know it was called a probing cane. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, for, sex, for sexual reasons it is. <laughs> this is my, my blind seeing cane, and this is my probing cane. Yeah, get over here. Uh, mechanical arms and legs, and then a deaf person, which I think if you look at the emoji, the way that their hand is like up against their mouth, it kind of looks like they're wiping something off their mouth. I feel like that one can be used for sex as well. Wait, there's a special emoji for a deaf person? Because, yeah, but, and they're but, like signing something, but it's like they're, it looks like they're wiping a but mysterious why, but, liquid but, off their But why yeah. could a, a, I know a deaf person that rides a bicycle, why couldn't they just use the guy on the bicycle emoji? Looks a lot like my friend is deaf and rides a bicycle. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're looking at an emoji of a seeing person or a, a, a hearing person and a deaf person, the emojis should look the same, right? It wouldn't would, really be delineated, but I think this person is supposed to be signing 
saying something like I'm deaf or I don't know. Well, that seems um, outrageous and ridiculous. It, we have to take a break, but oh, we will, no. we're not done with that. Don't worry, we got more headlines. Okay. Is there more emoji well, stuff? There's or more no? emojis. Yeah, there's some good ones for the gays. Oh, give them to me quickly. Okay, otter. Yeah, finally. A flamingo. A vest. Men holding hands and women women holding hands. Mm. And then good one for hipsters: a banjo and an old timey razor. Wow. Plus, you got that uh, person wiping the thing off their mouth. So we got we got it, everything's covered. We'll be back. We'll wrap up uh, this round of news it or lose it when we return. Plus, the AMA is coming up. You got questions? Get them to us on the socials at We Are Channel Q. Back after this. No things considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q. No things considered. Channel Q. All right. Before we were so rudely interrupted by that song, we were in the middle of uh, News It or Lose It. She was out of her mind. She had she, to sing about it. Out of her mind, and she told us 40 times in that two-minute song. <laughs> uh, all right. The music is cool, great, of course, here it at is, Channel Q. In fact, someone uh, sent us a tweet during the show today. Thanked us for a specific song we played and said it was great to hear us together on the air again. A nice break in the middle of the day. So uh, thank you very much for listening and supporting uh, not only our show, but the station. We are Channel Q. And, of course, you can listen to, uh, you know, you can listen to a variety of different people have conversations on these airwaves. In this particular case, you get a gay guy and a, uh, excuse me, a gay woman <laughs> and a straight man. Excuse me. I, it's not so much that I was coming out as In gay there. In this case, you got a gay guy? It's right. because I was looking over at you and you're wearing that hat like you're about to go rob a bank. And I, you look, you, you, you've got- It is a beanie. You've got your most masculine outfit on I've ever seen you in today. So I was perplexed by that for a moment, but okay. It's no more masculine than normal. No, this okay. is your most... Ma- I've been keeping track, and of all the uh, 47 outfits that I've seen you wear over the years, this is the <laughs> most masculine one by far, okay? Are you wearing right. chaps? What are those? No, no, no. We have uh, got one final story in They're News It or Lose It. cut off shorts. We- <laughs> <laughs> oh, those, oh, those are your legs. Oh, my God. You got a razor. Anyway, we'll uh, break down one final story, then we'll get into the game. Hey, if you've got questions. Uh, I know th- this is one... I don't know if we're going to start with this one, Allie. This one came on the Twitter for the GMA. It says, when you and your wife dance, who leads? Uh, I don't. I don't know if that necessarily applies because I don't know if they're ballroom dancing. Whoever's uh, not on their period. Uh, oh, is that how you figure it out? But don't you sync up during the dance? Isn't that how it works? Yeah. Isn't that why they call it the box step? Yeah, and then we just cry on each other. Oh, okay. Well, that's fascinating. Box uh, step. Now we will uh, get into that. That's one of the many questions we may or may not get to if we have time in the GMA. Questions that I get to ask Allie about being gay. Questions she then has to turn around and ask me about being straight. And you're more than welcome to participate with us if you want to call eight three three seven seven call Q or or we will, of course, do it through tweets at uh, NTC Show for No Things Considered. Final story in News It or Lose It. All right. There are some studies that are making the world a better place. There are some scientists that are breaking down how to cure cancer and all kinds of wonderful things like that. And then there are other people who just spend time doing studies about how men stink and women love it. And that is a new study that was just published in the Journal of Frontiers in Psychology. And it confirms that guys without partners smell noticeably worse than men that are in relationships. But that women love the smell of these unattached dudes and they want to be around them regardless of their stanky stank. I wonder if our fair, forget about all the body funks that we all have, and I'm talking about, you know, uh, you know, BO smells and swamp ass smells and all the other gross things that, you know, I don't think women have them, but guys do. Forget about all that for a second and just think about the pheromones thing, because pheromones are hidden within the smell. Well, that's mentioned in this too. 
Let me ask you, do you believe that our pheromones are different if we are single or if we're in a relationship because maybe we spend so much time with another person that somehow our pheromones are kind of like commingling and as a result, the pheromones that we have as a single person it would probably date back to, you know, if you think, go back historically, go back to our evolutionary past. Like cavemen days when they actually Even, had to emit some kind of a pheromone yeah, thing to attract a woman, let literally. You, right, let you know this guy's single. Even even in the animal world, right, a lot of times, depending on the breeds of animals, right, some of them settle down for life with one partner, but other times they would release, I guess, a different sort of smell that would say, hey, I'm available. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Or a different plumage. Meanwhile, at my house now, you know, because I've been, I don't know if I, I'd say it's, I don't know if I've 100% been tamed, but for the most part, I would imagine somehow the smells I'm emitting also include all of the things. Baby poop? Well, yeah, I've got those as well. But all the things that my wife puts around the house to make it smell better, which are things I've never had. I'm not talking like, you know, if I, every once in a while, I'd be like, oh, I make it late tonight, better buy a Glade plug-in. <laughs> but she's got like real, like, you know, flowers and there's perfumes and there's scented candles and there's so those much hand oil lotion. diffusers and lotions and potions and all this so other crap. Do you th- I would imagine just being around that. I have to pick, that's got to ruin my pheromone stank. Do you think that she's doing, I mean, this is genius. Do you think that she's doing that on purpose? To make me less attractive to females? Yeah, to make it, she's trying to dull down your pheromones. She's even She's eliminating the competition, literally. Every time she says to me things like, wow, your breath stinks this morning, or have you not showered in four days? Really what she's trying to do is she's trying to C block me. (laughs) She's just C, like I'm thinking she's like, "Mm, maybe she cares about me. She wants me to shower more. But really what she's doing is standing in the way of me going out there and getting some of that sweet pheromone set for the stranger. So, I mean, I I think that you totally have a good point there. I think that that's subconsciously what's going on or maybe consciously what's going on. But the other part of this study was that the female, so they had a bunch of ladies come in and smell the arm. Armpits of guys. Mm. How do you Some, get that? You sign up for that gig. Like, is that a community service I mean, thing? Like you got a you got, you got a DUI? And they're like you either can pick up trash on the freeway or smell <laughs> men's armpits for science. Huh? Um, uh, armpits. Uh, okay. Um, so they smelled the armpits, and uh, they had smelled the armpits of men who were in relationships and men men who were single. The female sniffers frequently rated the bachelor faces as more masculine and in some cases more attractive than the men who are in relationships. So there is something different or possibly different about the pheromones that you're putting out and then maybe they are stronger or maybe there's there's something about you that is unexplainable that women can pick up on and suddenly makes you catch their eye wait, a little wait, more. But you said they rated the faces so they got to smell them and then they also got to see them? Or yeah. they, this was they weren't just a, blindfolded smelling. Okay, they were going well, up to the guy and smelling the armpit I, I don't and buy, then answering some questions. I don't buy the pheromone thing at all. What I think it is is that in general, I think if people are single, you know, you're single anytime you leave the house. There's not potentially an opportunity to meet someone, have sex, start a relationship. So I feel like more often than not, you are in a you are in a physical way single, ready to mingle, and physically looking that way because you don't know. Oh, you so can, you're taking care of yourself more you're, because you're, you... Yeah, you're a little bit more... You know your night doesn't end sitting on the couch, watching something on Netflix, you know, eating a lean cuisine with yeah. your wife or whatever. Like, you yeah. know that there's a chance that your night's going to get wild. And if you're in the... Uh, if, you're right, one, like, if, you're, if you're in the LGBT plus community, there's a happy hour happening all day long. Always yeah. a fun time to go out. So you're, you're looking good and ready to go. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess that's a good point. Like, I if I go to the grocery store, like, I almost went to the grocery store in my slippers 
the other day. Oh, that is full on giving up. And huh? I, I I ended up choose, choosing the shoes because I before I left I was like I can't be one of those people right who you're goes almost, to the grocery store in her slippers. You're almost one of those people that escort out of the store because they don't actually yeah. think you're there to buy something. They just think <laughs> you're like, going to try to take things out of the olive bar. <laughs> <laughs> and you're in a Whole Foods. Get the hell out of here. Go to Walmart. Yeah, where yeah. You belong. yeah. If you're if you're one of those people, you have pretty much given up. Right, but I don't think I would be doing that if I was single. No, if you're single, I would be like I got to put shoes on. Yeah, I might even put put a little boot. Ooh. Get 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 a you know get dolled up because you never who know who I'm going to meet in the fish aisle. Uh, ugh. Everything about that sentence is gross to me. <laughs> put on a boot. Was that a, was that, was that a euphemism or is that what you call it when you used to go out <laughs> no, and muff the ladies? No, that's literal. Oh, it's literal. Yeah. Okay, uh, good. Yeah. All right, so that's uh, interesting now. We've uh, learned a lot in this edition of News or Lose It. And more importantly, we've learned that if you stank, if you smell, and I'll tell you the best way to smell. Uh, they should have had some man, men smell the other men. I'm curious as to how gay men feel about this. I, I would imagine it's got to be similar. If the pheromones do what the scientists say the pheromones do and I buy into it, you know, look, Historically, or at least evolutionary, it goes back to like mating, right? You're trying to find mm. a mate. So I don't know how that would necessarily change with the LGBT community. However, I'll say this I think that there is definitely something to the. Some people, I'll put it this way, and I don't know how it is with your wife. If you guys were to go to the gym together and you say, we're, we're all worked up, let's have sex, would you do it? Would you say, let's shower, then have sex? Or would you say, let's have sex, then shower? Oh. Some people are are they like the uh, the sweaty, yeah. stanky post gym fun, I, and I, some people are like, yeah. I need to feel a little bit more. No, I think that I would rather the shit the showering beforehand. I'm not one of those people who's like, oh yeah, you're all sweaty. I want to get in those crevices. Oh God. I I would oh. rather those things be clean yeah. than freshly your, washed. Out done your fish aisle line. <laughs> Be back in a moment. This is No Things Considered on the all-new Channel Q. When we get back, the gay MA, actual questions that are burning questions we've been thinking about the other person for an entire week. Your chance to interact with us is after this. 877-CALL-Q on the Twitter at NTC Show. That is next. No Things Considered. Channel Q. We'll be right back. No Things Considered. Channel Q. Hello, stranger. How are you? Oh, wait, that's Allie. Hi, Allie. You know me. Am I reading that correctly? It's Allie, right? Yeah. Allie right there, Kevin right here. Your chair says Ally, mine says Allie. That's right. Together we do a show called No Things Considered on the all-new Channel Q. And some people checking out the station, the show for the very first time right now. It's good to have you with us. Check us out on your smart speakers, radio.com app. Take us from the car into the uh, place of business. Or uh, maybe you got to get one of them pesky MRIs. I think you can listen to us right there in the old MRI machine, huh? You know, I think we had a, a loyal listener who was an MRI technician yes that was his job was to just sit there and give mris all day seems like it'd be kind of boring but we kept him company and uh, i'll tell you this much if you operate mris or vehicles or uh, maybe you drive a ride share whatever the case may be you can always uh, put us on introduce us to some new people we appreciate that and i'm sure that uh, they will appreciate it as well even if they say turn this off say no they will appreciate it you have the power remember that you have the power eight 3377-CALL-Q to give us a shout. You can also do it on the socials. Of course, we are at NTC Show. Uh, as announced earlier in today's show, podcasts available, so you can download episodes. Maybe there's a segment you heard you want to share it with somebody else. Can't get a time machine built. I don't know why we don't have that technology yet, but until we do, you can check out the uh, podcast for this show and uh, other shows, I believe, on the station as well. Uh, so check us out. Let some people know that they can hear what it is that we're talking about right here on Channel Q. It's time for 
for the Gay MA. We try to do this each and every week so that we don't not let more than seven days go by without us getting answers to questions that we've had about the other person, the other person's lifestyle. And this is a great way to prove that even though we are different in many ways, we're not that different. <laughs> Ask me a question first. A straight guy can answer, or, I, or do I get to go first this time? You can go first if you want. I would like to. It's 2019. I think the man should get to go first. Yeah. It's about time. I was actually inspired <clears throat> I'll a little bit. I'll just sit here bit. and laugh at you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's your job. You know it. <laughs> Doc Herpay, 70 cents. Oh, damn dollar. it. Um, I was inspired by the question that came through on Twitter about uh, you know who leads when you dance with your wife. I think it's kind of a dumb question, but... In, in actuality, I was wondering, when there's a door-holding situation, because when you and I go somewhere together, I feel like as the man, if I will oftentimes uh, hold the door for you. And yeah, I don't that's know. weird. It, is it weird to you also? Uh, a little bit, just because I'm not used to it. But it's not like I don't appreciate it. I'm uh, like, oh, what a nice guy. Think, but I'm also like, why do you expect that I can't open my own door for myself? Well, that's you being a little sensitive. I think guys invented the whole holding the door situation so that they could check out women's asses. I think that was, I think I don't think it was designed to be chivalrous. I think it was designed to be uh, pervy. But then women came around and invented the revolving door, and guys didn't know what to do anymore. <laughs> and there's that disabled door where you just press that little thing and it opens itself. Right. And that seems to be the thing we should all be using, not just the handicaps. should all use the button. But when you and your wife are going to a restaurant or going somewhere, getting home, whatever, does one of you open the door? Because I do open the door for my wife. I still... I do think... Don't get me wrong. I think it's very nice that you open doors for people. And um, I, I think that there are a lot of guys and people in general that do not open doors for one another anymore at all. And it's actually really annoying. So I've had I people think... that have actively tried to close doors in my... Like, yeah. Like all, they didn't have to actually hold it, but I think they'll actually like push it because they're like don't want to let a little bit of heat out of the building. You know, they'll put like yeah. so. Uh, sometimes I feel like people have slammed them back in my face. The problem with holding the door, if you're at a place that's got a lot of traffic, you could end up in that position for 45 minutes. You end up being doorman. Doorman, yeah. which is rough. But once again, I've never seen a woman in that role. I've only seen guys in that role, and it probably started because they were going to open the door and check out an ass. And next thing you know, three hours later, they're still holding the door. Okay, wait. Let me just turn this around on you for a second. If you're in the situation where you're holding the door open for a line of people do you when do you stop do you stop for a man or a woman will, like when, a, when the last woman walks through and then you're like hey there's three guys i'm gonna stop i will try to make eye contact with a man coming in and let like especially if he's with his own gaggle of women a flock is a gaggle or flock i don't know uh, i think it's posse posse and i will it's not how you pronounce it actually uh, <laughs> it's a you uh, uh i will Try to make eye contact with the guy and then say, like, hey, I'm I'm handing this baton, this door baton over to you now so that I can... <laughs> but you wouldn't pass that baton to another woman? No, because the whole reason I was there to begin with was to... Look at women's asses. No, to help. <laughs> no. No, you're, you're taking my words and twisting them. It's not why I was there. Okay. All right. Sorry. I'll put it back. Um, let me answer your Why question. Why I put the mirror on my shoe. Okay. You understand? Uh, I um, Is your question that do I open the doors for my wife? When you and your wife go somewhere, who decides who would open the door? Like, have you, like, I still, if I, if I'm going out to dinner with my wife, I will make an effort. I don't do it every time, but I'll make an effort if we're leaving the house the exact same time. Usually it's me sitting in the car for 45 minutes while she changes outfits. But <laughs> if we leave at the same time, I'll make the effort to open the door to the, to, to the car for her. 
Okay, see, that's really nice. I would assume, like, on the on the totem pole of door opening niceness, I'd say holding the door for somebody, nice. Holding the elevator for somebody, really nice. Opening the car door for somebody is the nicest, to the point where it's almost jarring that you're like, whoa, there's somebody coming on the side of my door and opening it for me? Mm-hmm. What service? I can't believe that somebody's doing this for me for free. Usually I would say the only person who opens a door for me now is a valet parking person. But I Is that chivalrous or that's just they just have to do that? <laughs> They're like, here's how you get out of the car, lady. Right. Here you go. Um I do not typically open doors for my wife, but oh. I I do I'll open the door for her in like on like special occasions. But uh, if the we're two going of you show out- up at a door together. I'm just saying well, someone's gotta open it and hold the door while the you just open it, let yourself in and then let it go behind you and say she can figure it out. I'm not saying it's a difficult it's not a, okay, it's not a puzzle, what, it's a the, door. The first person opens the door and then does the turnaround, hey, I'm lingering my hand up open so that you can walk through the door also. And it could You're be her. talking about taking the initiative to open the door and stand by the door while the other person walks walks in, right? Yeah. Yeah. That I will only do if it's like a special event or a special occasion. Mm. Like if it's a holiday party or if we're going out to dinner or something like if it's like a date night, then I'll do it. But if we're just like going to Target, but will I'm she not ever do that. hold the door for you or is that your no. role? So that's your role in the relationship. I mean, yeah. I, I guess that I'm... Yeah, she would never... I wouldn't really expect her to open the door for me. All right. Question answered officially. Okay. I don't know if that uh, necessarily plays in your relationship. Time for your question to ask me a straight man. But I just want to close this out by saying... I can open doors too, Kevin. If you are stuck holding a door open, you don't always have to look for the guy. You can look for me. I can take over. Well, next time I'm somewhere, I'll text you and say I'm 45 min- minutes away. Yeah. Can you come and take and this door? And I'll drive over me? and I'll do it. Very good. All right. My question for you is, as a man in a heterosexual relationship, you're I think the pressure falls on you to be the one who is... Um, holding or cuddling the door i know we just talked about it i'm glad you brought this up i had the same question for you do you feel like because you always have to be like the big spoon you always have to be the one who's handing her the coat you always have to be the one who's holding her in that manly man way do you ever want to be the little spoon do you ever want to be held do you ever want her to give her jacket to you when you're cold that's the it's, it's never happened. You've never been cold? There was one time we were in a movie theater, and she demanded my socks because her feet were cold. She was wearing heels or something. Oh, I need to plan a puppet show. Give me your socks. And uh, <laughs> and I said, but I'm masturbating into one of them right now. <laughs> she said, we got to stop going to these PG-13 movies. You can't control yourself. Uh, uh, no, she- This is Homeward Bound. What are you doing? <laughs> I love the animals. Um, I thought- that I. I you can't really say too much in the movie because then you're the a-holes that are talking to her in the movie. But I said, uh, I said, what do you, you want? You want my socks? But I, but I want my socks. <laughs> and she goes, but my feet are cold. And I said, I know, but if I give you my socks, then my feet are going to touch the gross floor. And I don't oh. want to do that. Wait, you, I, you weren't wearing shoes? You know me. I don't, well, I don't normally wear socks, but I, this was one of those rare occasions I did have socks on. And I gave her my socks, which I think was maybe the most chivalrous thing. In that particular moment, I would have liked to have known, because at that point she had already had on my hoodie. I think she had on my hat, and she had my socks. So you were just in your underwear and socks? So I, I had <laughs> pants on still, but I, I, it would be nice to know that you know I, I don't just kind of walk around as a additional wardrobe rack yeah. in, in, in general in those situations. But it is one of the things that I think is 
keeping our relationship together, that I'm the guy. I'm like her clothing caddy. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I'm caddy daddy. That's what you called me. It's like, uh, I'll take the nine vest. Thank you. Unfortunately, we uh, have no more time. Wait, no, I want to know about cuddling. Do you want to be the little spoon sometimes? We don't cuddle. You don't cuddle? There's no cuddling. Oh, that's, that's, we, that's what the dog's for. <laughs> okay. We will, if, we, if either of us are in the mood to cuddle, we bring the dog over five minutes, take turns. Sometimes I give the dog my socks. We move on. <laughs> Be back after this and wrap up the show. This is the all-new Channel Q. No things considered. That was your gay MA. No things considered. We'll be right back. Channel Q. No things considered. Channel Q. Ah, oh, wow. We came, we saw, we conquered, or we did radio for a couple of hours. I'm not exactly sure how you want to phrase it, but just like that, our time together has come to an end, at least for now. But fear not, we'll be back again tomorrow uh, to get into a variety of things, including, Allie, what do we have in store for tomorrow's show? Well, we have a cray-cray or gay-gay to get to. Hell yeah. I think we have to assign new uh, movie reviews oh, to do. Boy, I'm not it's sure. a good day. I uh, can't wait for Thursday. More to follow. All right, so uh, thank you for hanging out with us. Of course, you can download the shows now, podcast available on radio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. I believe you can even find us in the old iTunes store if that thing ever takes off. Uh, you can also <laughs> uh, continue to check us out on radio.com, your smart speakers. We're pretty much everywhere we uh, you want us to be and everywhere you don't want us to be. We are there as well. So uh, keep in mind, you can spread the word about the show, continue to grow the audience. We appreciate that. And uh, tomorrow we will see you back here, same gay time, same gay channel on Channel Q. Until then, we say bye. Curious.